This is episode 26 of the Aligned Action Podcast, and I am introducing to you one of my biz besties, Blake. Blake is a strategy and accountability coach, and she specializes in creating customized action plans and systems to help her clients complete projects and tasks efficiently and comfortably. Blake is on a mission to help entrepreneurs feel in control of their business, to feel secure in their authority, to feel completely celebrated and aware of all of their opportunities. Through Blake's diverse corporate career in retail, project, event, and marketing management, she learned hit-the-ground-running techniques to get the job done with excellence, and she also saw huge gaps in the individualized approach for the person or the team completing these projects. Blake's entrepreneurial spirit was always present, but she took the leap into a full-time coaching business in late 2020, and I'm so glad that she did because... Right after that is when we connected and when we started working together. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how making action plans and strategizing gives you back time and energy, how accountability and support can make a huge difference in your business, the value of celebration and the trial and error that it takes to figure out your workflow. Let's meet Blake after the jump. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Blake, if your vision were to be represented in a candle scent, what would that candle be called? Ooh, okay. The first thing that came to mind was the calm and the storm. And it would be Clary Sage scented. <laughs> um, I love Clary Sage. Do you? So do, do I. I just like douse it on myself, <laughs> like right on my skin. And yeah, it would be a little bit of that balance that I bring, I think. I love that. Rapid fire question number two. If you could only take one action a day that would help you get closer to achieving what you've laid out in your mission statement, what would that action be? I think there's endless education around learning more about energy management and task management. So just be continuing to add to my toolbox of understanding others' task management style. Cool. And imagine that all of your brand values, like the concepts of them, if they could be held within one single crystal, what kind of gem would that be? I would choose selenite, which I have right by my laptop right here. (laughs) I love selenite for my business uses because it provides a lot of clarity. It enhances manifestations. It clears blockages. And I want to do that for anyone I work with. I was going to say, speaking of clarity, that sounds like exactly (laughs) what you do with your ideal client. Can you tell me a little bit about who the perfect person is for you to work with? Definitely. My ideal client is an entrepreneur who is full of ideas. They're motivated and they want to put everything into action, but they just don't know how. They really value 
big impactful changes, but they also equally value the sustainable growth. So they don't want to, you know, fizzle out quickly. They want to see changes that can stick around long-term. They're willing to experiment. They're willing to be creative and they're progressive and they have to be collaborative because it's a joint venture to reshape what their business looks like day to day or week to week. Yeah. Knowing that about your ideal client is so, so, so valuable. I know that the ideal client concept is something that you really refined when you were a participant in the Aligned Action Workshop. But to give context to everyone listening, you also helped create the Aligned Action Workshop by keeping me accountable to actually create my slides and to get all of the details prepped for that event, for that experience. So you actually played a really big role behind the scenes with that, but then you also experienced the Aligned Action Workshop as a participant. Can you tell me a little bit about how that felt for you and how that helped you flesh out that concept of Ideal Client? Aligned Action was so fun. Being a participant and seeing it come to life Day two, we focused on the ideal client, and that was one of the days I found the most value in amongst all the other days being incredible too. But day two, we really dug into not only what we do want an ideal client, but really importantly to me, what we do not want or what we're not seeking. Mm -hmm. It's super important, I think, for everyone to identify that so we can get really clear about what we're attracting what that looks like and what that feels like. And a lot of the exercises had a lot to do with like that gut knowing of what we're seeking in our clients and who we want to work with. So I really love the exercises. I'm a very big activity person. And we talked a lot about good fit in one of the exercises. You know, trying to tag me out with the four squares. <laughs> um, <laughs> and in that time, I basically ended with a whole list of who I'm looking for and we really just did the work in real time. And by the end of it, I could not have felt clearer. Awesome. Love me a good four square exercise. <laughs> the teacher in me is like, yes. Totally. <laughs> and then after aligned action, we work together one-on-one. We actually keep working together in like both directions, being each other's clients constantly, which is really, really fun. I think for both of us. One of the first ways we worked together solo after the workshop was helping you figure out exactly which services you wanted to drop, which services let you up. And I think we redefined your niche as well, right? We sure did. Yeah. I went through a lot of title changes before the time in aligned action, yeah, before working right. with you one-on-one. So many titles. Now. I've lived many lives. <laughs> yeah, I've lived many lives in the last year. And um, I've actually, I haven't changed my title once since that one-on-one call with you. And it's never Woo-hoo. felt more aligned. <laughs> so we not only discovered what the strengths were that I brought on a one-on-one basis with clients, but we also uncovered what I would personally like to do long-term and what lights me up. And the title of strategy and accountability coach just made so much sense. And we kind of packaged up what we've done together and what I've done with other clients. And I ended up creating, you know, real packages and um, eventually a real website and all these things came to life. And it started with that one-on-one call with you. That is so awesome to hear. I get just as much value out of working with you. And so I do want to go into what that looks like and how you've helped me and how I know that you help your clients. 
one of your key things is making action plans and helping your clients strategize. I know that's what you've helped me with to help me prioritize my time, how to work with my energy, how creating plans and strategies that are unique to me are really going to help me move forward in my business. Can you tell me how your magic helps give people like me back our time and our energy? I am really invested in learning the ins and outs of each of my clients' energy levels, their motivations, their workflow, and in understanding how to leverage the time that you do have to work on your business, and then assigning super customized detailed plans in those timeframes. I just find that more gets done in a way that feels good and not overwhelming. And it has so much to do with actually knowing what works and what doesn't work. So sometimes that means trial and error. Sometimes that means asking tough questions about, again, it could be motivations, or it could be Let's get real. How long do you actually spend on these tasks? So uncovering these hard questions, really getting to know my clients, and then using my strategic background to assign detailed tasks. And we see really good results, really efficient results. And do you find that those efficient results actually help with work-life balance? Or actually, is work-life balance even a thing? I think work-life balance is a thing, but it looks so different for every person that anything we thought work-life balance was from outside sources often doesn't match what that will really look like for ourselves. So work-life balance for one person, um, <clears throat> Chantel might be working <laughs> like excessively long hours and thriving off that. And then for another person, it might be working in two-hour blocks five times a week, and that's it. Yeah, that makes sense. It probably aligns a little bit with type and authority in human design. Like as manifesting generators, you and I both like to be busy and like to, you know, accomplish a lot of tasks. But I think of the projectors in my life who need a lot more rest. And I can see how that all contributes to those individual work-life balance experiencings. I know you said that it's different for everyone, but what tips do you have for everyone listening who is maybe having trouble with their time management overall? I think when it comes to time management, it's so personal that you have to really take inventory of your own personal habits, your own personal energy flow, and just try things out. I really recommend doing like one week on one week off of different sort of time management strategies. So whether that's time blocking whether that's rotating type of task with that category system I mentioned. It's about really being honest with yourself about what you do with your time, how efficient you truly are, and having fun with the experimentation process. So not sticking to one thing too long if it's truly not working for you. And seeing if maybe even switching things up regularly is what you want. It looks different for everyone, but that trial and error that we talked about is exactly what I'd recommend for everyone. A great place to start is taking inventory of your daily tasks and your weekly tasks. So writing sort of like a stream of consciousness list of everything that you could possibly do with your time that contributes to your workday. And then from there, you can see how do these things match up? How do they interact with each other? And in what categories might you put these tasks? Is it marketing? Is it back-end organizational duties? Is it communication? And then think about the energy it takes to complete these tasks. From there, you can better put them into your workday, whatever your workday looks like for you and see what feels good. Yeah, that was really helpful when we did that together. 
I know that I struggled with prioritizing tasks and you mentioned that a lot of your clients have the same struggle, just knowing, you know, what is most important when, why do you think that is, why is that a struggle for us? And what do you recommend for someone who is trying to improve on that skill? I think there are a few factors. One of them, I think a lot of confusion comes from external forces. So what we see other people prioritizing or what we read about or listen about and assume are the top priorities of all business just don't fit in with some practices. So I would say having trouble understanding your personal business priorities can come from confusion. It can come from lack of motivation and just feeling overwhelmed and unmotivated. And it can also come from lack of skill, honestly. So it's okay not to be great at every single part of your business. I think that's really hard to hear sometimes. There's so many things I'm not good at. There's so many things a lot of us just don't have as a strength. So that priority, that organization that it takes to project plan from start to finish just isn't a strength for some people. So the way that I recommend improving this skill is stepping out of your day-to-day, set aside brainstorm time, specifically with no intention of getting anything done other than planning, and let yourself see something from a bird's eye view with any task, small or big, look at the end result you're looking for, and then break down the tasks it would take to get there. Starting at the end can show you a clear path versus thinking, what is the first thing I have to do? I think that leads to a lot of confusion because it feels like the most pressing tasks need to be done before you consider what comes after. But I really love planning all the way ahead and then making sure you don't miss a step. So the project management piece is really huge in pretty much all of the client work I do. Yeah. And do you help everyone like with the project management part, like you help me? I find I have a really similar system with everyone, but it looks different in in the true end result. One thing I really like to do is the experimentation process of working with time blocks. So is your time block two hours twice a week, or is it 15 minutes when you have a second, you know, in between your full-time job, or is it two long eight-hour days? That really changes what kind of tasks can fit in. You won't have the same energy if you're working a full-time job and then doing something after than you have if you're in your business full-time. So that is definitely different. The strategic action plan part is pretty similar. I receive information Something goes on in my brain where I'm able to calculate the the full pathway. And then I go into action plan mode and detail out just how to get there, taking into consideration comfort levels. So cool. That's totally how you helped me. Back when we worked together in January and February, we actually were in like this trial of having a phone call every day to keep me on track because that's the support that I needed at that time. And I, when I was searching to hire a you, I was calling this fictional person that I hadn't met yet, a biz babysitter, because I just needed someone with where my energy was at to tell me what it was I was supposed to do to get where it was that I was going. And we worked through that trial and error together of figuring out what my workflow actually looked like. Can you tell me more about how that trial and error works with other clients who are not necessarily me? Something that's important to note with that like biz babysitter role is 
What I do is equal parts tough love and equal parts compassion. That trial and error gives us room to be super transparent about what's working and what's not working. And for me to kind of kick things in high gear when needed and then kind of scale back when I need to consider wellness or work-life balance goals. So again, not a one size fits all. But the scheduling is really fun for me because I like to play with, again, that energy level. And a lot of it has to do with not actually time. It has to do with temperament. It has to do with motivation levels. Mm -hmm. It has to do with mental health. All of these things come into play. So I'll give two examples. One client I recently helped in a really quick time span, we identified she literally only has four hours to work on her business a week. So we broke it up in two parts, two hours each. Two hours would be focused on more analytical, operational tasks, and two hours would be reserved for creative, brainstorming, and experimental tasks. And by defining what kind of tasks could be accomplished in that time, um, we could better plug in when her energy was low to do those fun tasks and when her energy was high to those operational tasks. Another client, for instance, has a lot more time to give. So we broke up the tasks on a rotation. Similar to what we did with you, actually, Chantel, ultimately, we found that cycling through tasks actually energized this client. So by having a really clear layout of all the things to accomplish and then plugging them in more in two-hour time blocks over a longer period of time, this client feels energized by switching back and forth. Their mind thrives off of it. So that's an example, um, tangibly. Super cool. And then on top of the task management bit, you help your clients, myself included, with the accountability, uh, the follow through and the ongoing support, which can be super tough when you're working as a solopreneur. Why is that part of it aligned for you? Why is the accountability and support so aligned with how you work? I think that comes in when I said it's equal parts tough love and equal parts compassion. It's really the compassion piece for me. I myself feel this way and I see it in most of my clients, just how isolating it can feel to run your own business. That motivation comes from within ultimately, but external support is crucial. I think for the longevity of business success, I think whether we have peers that support us, family and friends and loved ones, or if we find support online or through the content we consume, we are all seeking that accountability, whether we're, we think of it like that or not. We want so someone true. to show our successes, right? We want someone to show our successes too. We want someone to revel in the things that we've worked so hard on. So for me, accountability is reminding you of your root motivations, lovingly guiding you to get them done efficiently and then helping you get back on track so you can accomplish your goals. Yeah. For everyone listening, this is exactly why working with Blake is awesome <laughs> because that kind of motivation, inspiration, like every time she talks, that is one of the things that I love about working with you and being your friend, even though I am not a rah, rah, rah person. You are, and you are so good at reminding me of the value of celebration when I would not do that for myself. You're not alone. I think it's really hard to celebrate our own accomplishments. What I really think the root of it is, is it's hard to see the full picture of how hard we've worked on things. When you're working in another industry with a team environment, you get to feed off the energy of others 
you get to see something come to life or have in-person real reactions that kind of keep you going. So I like to bring that in and whatever job I've ever worked in, I had the same role. I like to celebrate, like to remind people just how hard they're working and that they're being valued. So I actually think it's been amped up since going solo and now coaching because solo entrepreneurs or small business owners, I think they need it more. I agree. And all of those, like working through all of those ideas all of the time and not often pausing between idea and idea is something that you've made me aware of that I definitely do that. I finish something off the list. I'm like, okay, what's next without pausing to realize like, oh, I finished that. I accomplished something. And that's something that I wouldn't naturally do for myself, but you've helped me to remember to do. I'm not at the point where I can remember to do it by myself, but you're still there to help me remember when something is a huge accomplishment. One thing that you recently celebrated in your business that I'm really proud of you for is the launch of your website. Ah, yes. This is huge. This is so huge for me. I felt it really embarrassed because I hadn't launched a website over seven months in offering one-on-ones and offering services. It was just on the back burner for so long, knowing that it needed to happen and feeling strongly that it was something that did align with my business, but not being able to take the the next step forward. I think because do it again, doing it alone is is scary. I did ultimately get it started and I just have to shout you out because oh my gosh, I probably would have sat on a half completed website for so long if you hadn't swooped in and helped me. Yes, I do do the swooping sometimes. <laughs> the swooping <laughs> is an action call. And we worked on that together just a couple of weeks ago. And that's something that I offer that I don't think a lot of web designers do. It's one of the things that makes me different is that I am willing to work on your DIY websites, regardless of what stage of completion that they're at. Like you and I worked together on like really just the last the last final steps, like what percentage would you say your website was complete before our action call? Before working with you, I thought it was 90% complete. And then after working with you, I was like, no, I was more like 75% complete because there were things I didn't even know I needed to do that you saw so clearly so quickly and then adjusted in real time that I just would have never caught myself. For instance, the whole mobile version was its own project in itself. And then the design elements, the way that you made things pop that I know will benefit me in the long run for sales conversion to the design elements, all of that was easily 25% more work for me. That's super cool because what I thought was like the last 10% in two hours sounds like it was actually the last 25% in two hours which is a huge accomplishment for both of us, which is just, it just goes to show the value of our collaboration time when two of us are looking at it at the same time. Oh, hundred percent. You not only were stepping in where I needed, you were also showing me the back end of why something was a certain way or how I might be able to edit it myself in the future. All of those really tangible learnings I walked away with added to that 25% value. But that two hours of work from you really probably saved two months of me sitting on it. If I hadn't gotten your help, let's be honest. I do remember so. that moment at the end of the call when I was like, okay, are you ready to hit publish? And you're like, uh, now like, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, I just tend to be so action focused as a human that I kind of bring people along with me. 
I think you were ready to launch it. I think you'd been ready for a long time. It just, that last 25%, like kind of caught up to you and you were like, oh, we're actually ready now. It's time. It was so fun to watch you press publish on your website. That was wild. It was great. So when we were working on your website, we worked on your services pages on your three main services. And my favorite of those three is the quick win month because of how you get to, you get to swoop into people's businesses and make those big impactful changes in a really short amount of time. What does that quick win month look like for you, for your clients? The quick win month is designed to either be a reset or that final push to see your goals through to the end. And it includes a one hour deep dive productivity action plan call where I provide a bird's eye view of what I see the route to success is. And from there, we'll meet 30 minutes a week to stay on track with the tasks I've laid out for you and keep you on track, motivated and feeling really good about everything you've accomplished that week, resetting for the next and getting it done. It's equal parts kind of mindset clarity in the beginning and equal parts efficient project planning because often one month can really change the course of how you work. I take every minute really seriously and how these can be tangible results for the long term. Is the quick win month sort of similar to what we did together back in January, February? I think what we did in January, February was the little little seedling that blossomed into the quick one month. I found through working with other one-on-one clients that one meeting a week was a really great middle ground versus five weekly meetings. So I took what we did together and created more of a manageable plan to see very similar results, but with more efficient time spent. I love watching offers evolve like that based on the feedback and the input that you get from offering them to not necessarily beta clients, but like those first few clients, because you get to be so responsive to what those clients actually need. So it's been really neat from my perspective, sitting over here to watch your quick win month as a service evolve based on how different people experience your offer. And what's cool about it is it's not just what has worked for you. It's what has worked for so many different clients of yours. So it goes beyond just your own expertise and it goes into the experiences of the different clients that you work with. Thank you. Yeah. I like that reflection. It really does feel that way. It feels like this communal consciousness experience that I'm like trying to summarize and then push (laughs) out into something that can be adaptable feels really exciting to create something that helps every type of business owner in their energy levels, but also in their industry type. I've helped everything from Reiki practitioners to salon owners and hairstylists to spiritual jewelers. And all of them have seen a lot of success in this system. You and I have that ideal client niche type in common, like spiritual jeweler sounds like right up my alley of a kind of client that I would (laughs) attract as well. And that's, what's cool about doing this episode together is that we have that alignment between who your clients typically are and who my clients typically are. So I know that that extends to aligned action podcast listeners as well. And you have a free offer for aligned action podcast listeners. Can you tell us what listeners can get? 
I offer a 45 minute quick win call for first time clients. And typically it's a $50 introductory offer, but I do want to offer it for totally free. And it includes a two week action plan call. So we'll get super specific on the task delegation for just a two week period. We will do a lot of work around your energy flow, your productivity style. So it does include all that support, but condensed um, all within a 45 minute call. If you are someone who is struggling with time management or not knowing what the tiny steps are to get to your bigger goals, I definitely recommend as a listener of this episode that you take advantage of this offer with Blake. I have worked side by side with her all year. And I can tell you that the breakthrough that you might need to actually get the things done that you want to get done could be happening during that 45 minute call. So do you take advantage of that offer? You are not going to regret it. And Blake is just really fun to talk to also. (laughs) So speaking (laughs) of talking to Blake, where can listeners connect with you? Yeah, reach out to me anywhere at Blake Fair Support, including my website, www.blakefairsupport.com or on Instagram, Blake Ferris Support. And that's Blake Ferris, F-A-R-I-S Support. Amazing. Thank you, Blake, for being willing to lift the curtain a little bit, so to speak, on both being my client being my accountability and support coach and how it is that you work with your clients behind the scenes. And thanks also for extending that free offer. I know that so many people listening are going to connect with you and get some quick wins. Honestly, working with Blake has been more valuable than just about any coaching that I've invested in, partly because it's so action-focused and so hands-on. She's actually helping me work on my business instead of just talking about working on my business. If you want to try a quick win month with Blake, you can get in touch with her via the contact form on her website, which I'll link to in the show notes at clearquartzcreative.co slash 26. And then once you're on the contact form, click quick win month and type Chantal sent me in the message box. And that way you can access your free call. I hope this episode has given you tons to think about in terms of celebration and in terms of accountability and support and the value of time planning so that you can really achieve what it is that you want to achieve. And Blake and I are wishing you a productive and efficient month. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.